We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those days where nothing is going right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the kind of day I'm having. Like, I'm running way behind schedule, spent the entire morning on the phone, and uh, take the headphones out of the bag, and of all the day for the little foamy part of the headphone that goes up next to your ear to fall off the headphones, it has to do it today. How wonderful. Uh, we have a lot of things we're going to get into today on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. First of all, before we go anywhere, um, the word viral has been used a lot in western New York over the past 24 hours or so. Josh, do we have a tally of how many times the Jerry Sullivan video on train wreck sports has been viewed so far? When last we spoke, it was just shy of half a million. Do we have an update on that? Josh is diligently looking, stroking his beard. When Josh strokes his beard, there is magic afoot in the um, frontal lobe of the brain of Josh Schmidt. He's looking. We need it. It's like a telethon. We need an updated total, Josh. We are at 719,000 views. Could you say that again? 719,000 views. 719,500 views to be exact. Yeah, don't forget the half. It's like last week with the SPCA serving Erie County, the 14 cents. You can't forget the 14 cents. Well, that's very interesting. Um, we're going to go back to that in uh, just a few minutes here on News Radio 930 WBEN. I was hoping to get the dude from Trainwreck Sports on the show. Um, he called in to David Bellavia afternoon today. And I was lucky enough, and maybe you were lucky enough, to hear the interview. Um, we're going to replay uh, David talking with the dude from Train Wreck Sports in just a few moments. But I thought that we might start out today with a poem. And this comes to me courtesy of uh, Maria Turner with Roswell Park. And apparently, this has been put on the Buffalo Bill, I'm sorry, the Bills Mafia Facebook page, and it also is going viral. Would you like to hear the poem, The Night Before Christmas? I thought you might. Okay. I don't know why I'm talking like this today, like I'm a kindergarten teacher. These are pants. Okay. Twas the night before playoffs when all through the town Bills Mafia were stirring Mahomes is going down. The mantle was cleared by the chimney with care, in hopes the Lombardi trophy would soon be there. 
The fans were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of Glendale danced in their heads. When what to their wondering eyes should appear? A sleigh with eight merry Bills players ready to cheer. Now White, now Diggs, now Milano and Hines, on Oliver, on Bass, on Poyer and Klein. And then down the chimney came Josh with a bound. His eyes, how they twinkled. His audible, so loud. He hurdled the sleigh and got the first down. Then away they flew to the stadium so bright. Merry Billsmas to all. And to all, a good night. Go Bills. <laughs> that was written by Maria Turner um, from Roswell Park. And we actually, we always talk about how small the area is, how everybody knows each other. So uh, Maria and I actually grew up down the street from each other, literally like 10 houses away. But uh, thanks to Bill's Mafia for putting that up on their Facebook page. Thanks to Maria Turner for being nice enough to uh, pass that on. It's got a lot of views. I haven't been able to log into Facebook yet, so I'll let you know when I'm able to. Josh is already on that, too. Josh is apparently going to be our counting man today. You've heard of Smoking Man from X-Files? He was mentioned last week. Well, Josh is a counting man. Josh, I'm surprised that you don't have a direct neural link to the Bills Mafia uh, team page. You, you have a tally for us? You're going to share that with me? Josh has a little ADHD today. It could be cured with a Christmas cookie. There are plenty of them out there, Josh. Um, by the way, as we move along on today's show, if, if we have variables to fill in for you, if we have that, we will um, have Andy Parker, awesome, superstar meteorologist on the show. You remember we talked to Andy the other day about, hey, are we really going to get buried in snow on Saturday? And he didn't know because we talked to him on, was it Monday? And the closer you get to an actual event when it comes to weather, the more accurate the forecast is going to be. So, now that it is Wednesday instead of Monday, we might have a better picture uh, as to how good or how bad it is going to be. And if that is the case, we will put Andy Parker on <clears throat> and impose upon him uh, once again. He's uh, fun to impose upon, let me simply say that. Now, it is uh, 16 minutes after 2 at News Radio 930. W-B-E-N. We'll uh, put a link up to that poem. I presume that's what the calls were, people wanting copies of the poem. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll put a link up to the Bills uh, Mafia Facebook page and that particular poem, which was w uh, written by Maria Turner, uh, just as soon as I can get myself online. Now, uh, before we go any further on the show, Josh, do, do you have that total yet? No, nope, no total on how many views? All right, well, uh, we shall plunge onward and ahead. For those of you who have been living in a cave, first of all, I applaud you on your cheap cost of residence because caves are very low maintenance. They really are. Taxes are probably really low. Utilities, eh, probably suck. A couple of twigs rubbed together, you got your heating. Central heating and central air in the summertime because caves are nice and cool especially the ones underground, like you ever go to Howe Caverns with the kids and right around Cooperstown, New York? Okay, so if you've been living in a cave, 
just to run through this, and I'm sure that uh, Josh Schmidt has the audio still available. Hopefully it will be handy for Josh Schmidt, who needs to be an octopus working on this program. But uh, you've heard of a sports writer, have you not, by the name of Jerry Sullivan. Well, Jerry Sullivan, on Sunday, after the Buffalo Bills beat the New York Jets, um, he didn't ask a question of Josh Allen. No, he didn't do that. What Jerry Sullivan did is he made a statement to the Bills quarterback who is so widely regarded throughout the National Football League and, frankly, who is so beloved in western New York. Have you ever heard anything bad about Josh Allen? Because I haven't, not once. And don't call in and say, yeah, I heard he didn't tip. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna believe you. You know, just heard good things about him. But anyway, after the game, Jerry Sullivan made a comment trying to needle, I believe, uh, Josh Allen, because that's kind of what Jerry does. It doesn't look like an offense that's enough to win the Super Bowl right now. Okay. <laughs> no matter how many times you hear that, does it not make you chuckle? Okay, I thought so. So, with that in mind, the people on train wreck sports. That is such an awesome name for a podcast. It really is. How many of you have sometimes felt like your life was a train wreck? Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel right now today about my life. I think it's a train wreck in slow motion today. Oh, it'll it'll get better. It's just it's a bit of a Mongolian cluster dance right now. But um Trainwreck Sports had Jerry Sullivan on as a guest. And you have the extended audio that we played yesterday later on. Okay. Uh, this is, it only takes about 30 minutes or thereabouts. This is the audio from Trainwreck Sports, which has been viewed over 700,000 times on Twitter, which got Jerry Sullivan, the guy who asked Josh Allen the quite well, who made the statement to Josh Allen about this not being a Super Bowl offense. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Self-destruction in 30 seconds or less. In the form we had question. three people that have commented on the live stream. Uh, if this is Amy, I thought the aim was to get views, not turn people away. Uh, the next <laughs> you know, comment, hey, women, be better than this, because the worst fans really are the women. They, they, don't, they don't get critical journalism. They're just, they, all, they all want to be cheerleaders. Okay. Be, you know what I mean? It's always... I don't want to. I yeah, know that it's a dangerous avenue to go down to criticize women in general because they're better than men generally. But as, now, now we need to frame what you just fans, said. They generally, they get it as fans. That's the need to be a takeaway of this whole iteration. Generally, women are better than men. That's just a fact. Yeah. I think we all stand by. I uh, believe that. Next. Okay. Now, here, first of all, Jerry Sullivan, within hours of making those statements about women and sports, he was de-credentialed by the Niagara Gazette, which is a newspaper in Niagara Falls, as I'm sure you're well, you probably figured that out all by yourself, but uh, he lost his credentials. And in this business gang, especially when you get into the NFL situation, where you got tons of reporters from all over, if you don't have what some would call a press pass or the proper credentials, you are not going to get anywhere near the media room. 
Now, when you're covering the Buffalo Sabres, it's a little bit easier, especially at home, because the security guys and ladies get to know you after a while. No big deal to get into the locker room. I did that back in 1983 with the Sabres postgame show, and sometimes our equipment on GR actually worked, (laughs) but that was a rarity. (laughs) But anyway, Jerry Sullivan made the comment, and he was un he, he was decredentialed by the Niagara Gazette. Not only was he decredentialed by the Niagara Gazette, but Jerry Sullivan became the target of many sniping comments, and I'm speaking in the verbal sense, sniping comments on Twitter. One of the funniest, if you can find humor in a situation like this, because Honestly, I, I don't like to see people jammed up, um, and I'll get into that in just a few minutes. I know some of you are a little bit weary of it as well, um, but I don't want to take too many steps down that road uh, before I uh, I finish this. But uh, let me just, before we continue, let me give you the phone number on WBEN. It is 803-0930. That's 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. And instead of recapping everything again, let me um, ask you the question. The here's, here's what I'm trying to figure out, and maybe you can help me, because remember yesterday, we have a relationship, you and I. Yes, we do. We have a relationship. And sometimes I need to know where we're going to take this relationship, where you want me to take the relationship. Where should we do our honeymoon? Guam? Look, it's a North Korean missile. Uh, Should we do it um, in Hawaii? Should we do it in Buffalo? But um, the ruckus, okay, well, well, let me just finish the one thing. Twitter, if we can find humor in the situation, somebody tweeted out after Jerry Sullivan had issued an apology for what he had said on Monday night, yesterday, which was Tuesday, Somebody asked in a tweet, Jerry, do you think that apology was good enough to win a Super Bowl? In the midst of somebody losing everything, it was kind of funny. It, you have to admit, it was kind of funny. But uh, let me kind of establish a uh, framework here, all right? I mean, this we can talk a little bit about Jerry Sullivan and the whole situation with train wreck sports, or we can make this more of a general conversation. And one of the general conversation points um, that I would put out is this. The fact that Jerry Sullivan was almost immediately decredentialed by the Niagara Gazette, is that a good sign for our country, or is it a bad sign for our country. And let me let me just explain what I mean, because this is something that you guys bring up on the show, and I'm just going to try to encap- uh, encapsulate it as best as I possibly can. On the one hand, it's almost like the Native American mascot situation, because there is a totally different feeling out there with the Native American mascots now than there was when Lancaster went through the whole Chiefs thing back when it went through the whole Chiefs thing. Okay, I'm sorry, the Redskins thing. And some people would say that the fact that Jerry was immediately slapped down is a good thing because that means 
America is becoming more sensitive. America, no, America is becoming more aware of the hurtful or helpful power of words that we speak, utter, or write. It's a good thing that we have to think before we speak, especially when we're talking about historically discriminated against groups, such as Native Americans, such as women. Remember, they didn't have the right to vote until relatively recently. Um, They believe, okay, the people who are happy to see Jerry Sullivan fall, they believe, and I'm going to, again, generalize here because that's all I can do. I can't speak for each and every person. They believe that it is good that in America we are finally giving people the proper respect and we are not standing for the patriarchy. We are not standing for misogyny. We're not standing for bias against women. And it's almost like, I don't want to use the word crusade because that might be offensive to some people, uh, but it's almost like we have this um, this vigor, V-I-G-O-R, about going after people who use expressions or who say things that are or can be perceived as hateful or hurtful toward groups that are historically discriminated against. On the other hand of that, we have people who say, wow, what good is our And I'm not talking here about the legal freedom of speech, because that has more to do with the government than it does individuals. But what good is there saying that we live in a country where you have freedom of speech if every time you say something, you have somebody who wants to take your head off? If every time you speak, you run the risk of being canceled. And that this is just having a real negative effect on our ability to communicate. We've got all these great toys now to communicate. We've got guys doing podcasts from their basement that have more listeners than my show does, all right? And yet, there's a sense that maybe we are not able to communicate because people are going to get offended. And it almost becomes this sense of, well, let's see, who can we take out today? Do you remember when Elon Musk was a hero to certain people with certain political views for his pursuit of electric vehicles? You remember that. Elon Musk at one point was beloved by people on the left and he was frowned upon by people on the right. So then along comes Elon Musk. Hi, I own Twitter. And suddenly the people who used to love Elon Musk hate Elon Musk. And the people who used to not like Elon Musk think he's a great defender of free speech. And I wonder how many of you have been canceled on the job. I wonder how many of you have been canceled in your personal life or your family life because of an utterance that you have made. Because Jerry Sullivan is not the first, nor will he be the last. Um, And is it good that we have almost entered the area of being labile when it comes to um, our sensitivities in America? Or is it detrimental to the national discourse 
All right. In other words, was it a lot better when people could just say stupid things and not have to worry about losing their jobs? That's one way to put it. Uh, again, the phone number, gang, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Last night was very exciting, by the way. I figured out better how to turn the built-in humidifier on in the furnace to get more moisture in the air at night. I'm learning, slowly but surely. Coming up next, I'm going to figure out how to change a light bulb. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right. Anyway, it's Bowerly. Thanks uh, for being here, friends. I do appreciate it. So uh, Jerry Sullivan basically finds himself out of a job. And we're in this era now where people, I think they really enjoy going for scalps. And people have always enjoyed going for scalps. Somebody I used to know in the business said, hey, sacred cows make great steaks. But what Jerry Sullivan said, does it mean he should be uncredentialed, decredentialed, unfriended, defriended? Is it that egregious an offense? And the answer, objectively, is probably not, as long as somebody genuinely apologizes and doesn't do it again. But... A caller brought this up yesterday before I could bring it up, and the caller was spot on. If you work for an institution which relies on advertising dollars and you say something that is troublesome to a historically oppressed group, given the culture right now and the rapidity with which people are able to take to social media sites, advertisers are going to abandon the employer. And unless you bring in an awful lot of revenue, you are disposable. Now, you might remember that Rush Limbaugh had run into some issues. You remember the young lady that he took to task on his – it was controversial at the time. Rush Limbaugh went up against, I guess we'll call this political correctness, 
um, maybe there's other words or expressions that cover it. He was able to ride out the storm. He was able to ride it out for one very simple reason. The only difference between Rush Limbaugh and Jerry Sullivan is that Rush Limbaugh brought in a hell of a lot of money for a hell of a lot of people. And he had a waiting list at one point in his career of advertisers to be on his show. So if you're in a situation, though, where you're working at a local newspaper and that is the place upon which you depend to get your bills credentials, um, it is very easy for activists to target advertisers of that local newspaper and make sure that you are fired. And it doesn't matter sometimes how much or how sincerely you apologize, you are gone. And uh, let me let me say, and maybe you can relate to this, thank God we didn't have the social media in the 80s when some of us were starting our careers as we do now because uh, I'm going to confide in you guys. Um, I said some really stupid things in the 1980s. I know that some of you would say, it hasn't changed much. And maybe you're correct. But I said some things in the 80s on the year that if I said them today, I would be out of here. No, no matter how much revenue I bring in, okay, I'd be out of here. Um, it's a different world out there. Is it a better world or is it an inhospitable world? I mean, we don't want to sanction hatred. We saw what hatred can do in May in Buffalo. That was one of the worst days of our lives. Those of us who live here in Buffalo and Western New York who have roots in our community, that was absolutely one of those days which is just a black cloud lingering over the city. And it wasn't one of our own. It was somebody who came in from out of town and chose what is known as a high-density black neighborhood to commit a savage terrorist attack against innocent people. So we don't want to condone or support hatred, but where exactly is the line between something stupid and something hateful? And are we oversensitive now? Are we oversensitive? And a lot of it depends on context. But let me let me take some phone calls here because there's a lot I could say about this, and I'll say it. I'm sure we've got enough time. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is Frank. We do have a winner of the TSO tickets, guys. We have a winner of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets. Thank you for trying. Um, sorry you didn't win if you didn't win. Uh, Frank and Amherst, welcome, sir. You're on WBEN. Yes, hi. Uh, this matter with uh, Sullivan, um, I think it's kind of a company decision because they have a lot of different newspaper entities that they that they own, and probably it'll go from this one reporter and spread into a whole dissection of what they're doing with their other newspapers if they didn't take some kind of an action. So it's oh. probably that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's well. all, whether you have one newspaper or whether you're a conglomerate, it's all about the Benjamins. Yeah. And then also, this is what he's known for. So in terms of him with his 
uh, I think it's right up his alley. This is what he likes is to draw attention to himself in this manner. So I, I don't think he's a stranger to it, nor does it, it – it's probably going to, in the end, help his brand, if that's uh, the correct term to use. Um, I was going to compare that with what happened with Don Imus. When he did something, he immediately lost his N- MSNBC show, which – Oh, uh, yeah. That was a dramatic – drop off with just like immediately he was gone. Don Imus said some very yeah. um, racist things about yeah. an African-American basketball team. Right, and even the New Jersey governor who got in a bad accident on his way to the meeting between Imus and the basketball team was trying to get involved at that time. It, they that, that was a big fracas. That was even before the social media was what it is nowadays. But you know, that, I think and, uh, ev- I think everybody in America could agree that what Imus did, it wasn't a judgment call. It wasn't okay. Did he tap his toe before he went out of bounds? He it, it was it was a blatant foul. It, it was yeah. a stupid, hateful, hurtful thing to say. He should have known better. You know, there was there was a kid. That's what I was going to ask because I was I, I was thinking that you know. This matter with the Sullivan is not exactly the same as what happened with that Imus, you know, with with what happened with 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 him, you know, and what he said and all that. Uh, yeah, same same planet, but uh, a different continent. Um, but here's here's the thing with with Don Imus, he should have known better. The guy was brilliant. He was a comedic genius. He was a veteran broadcaster. We had I'm not going to name him, but. Back in the late 1980s, there was a young man who was doing a morning radio show in Buffalo, and he wasn't very happy with the performance of number 12, Jim Kelly. And basically, he went on the air the next morning and said some things about, uh, let's just say, Jim Kelly and partying with certain uh, modalities, and he was fired the same day. Because, I mean, that was a serious allegation that he was making. I happened to hear that live, and I thought to myself, this guy, this is his last show. He, and the, the company did not have a choice. You don't say that about people unless you have evidence. It's like, I don't mean to get off the trail here, but it's like when people use the expression Italian organized crime before you use the expression italian organized crime you'd better make sure that you can back that up because there was a very big lawsuit locally involving channel 7 and a local world war ii hero who is falsely misidentified as being a part of the mob or the mafia in buffalo and a significant amount of money i think the biggest up to that time uh, was awarded to that individual so getting back to the whole um, Don't you think like a lot of these people that like these 750,000 views of, you know, wherever they're watching it, YouTube, Facebook, don't you think a lot of these people, they engage in exactly this kind of talk on whatever they call this social media business? I'm not I'm not interested in any of that myself, but well, I, I don't, don't you think they say things like that themselves. I mean, I'm, I'm from your generation. We went to school and we got mocked out for everything. These people today, they draw attention to themselves with all kinds of different things they do with their appearances, the way they dress and all that. And then, you know, you walk into the gas station, Tom, and you accidentally address somebody with the wrong, you know, I, I, not, I don't know how to express it, but there's a, there's, there's a gas station I go to sometime, and I can't exactly tell whether they're male or female behind the counter. So I kind of just don't even say, like, thank you 
you know, I, if I know their name, I might say thank you, whatever their name is, or I just like walk away because I don't know how to address them because I could walk away and somebody's going to accuse me of something. Oh, you could just ad- address the person just as you would anybody else. Just leave the gender and leave the you know leave the gender out of it. Of course, if they turn around and the name is Sam. You're you're in trouble. Or right, but what if I say what if I Pat. say thanks, buddy? What if I say thanks, buddy? And then I walk away, and it it turns out it was a female, and I didn't know it. You, I, I you can know. you can never go wrong with just thank you very much. You you can never go wrong with that. You're not going to get in trouble, yeah. brother. Right. All right, all right, love. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you called in. Sure. Thank Thanks, you. man. I appreciate it. Um, that's that's my thing, uh, and it's 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 a British thing, and I'm not I'm not British, but I, I love the expression love. I'll use it with men. I'll use it with women, and it's um, it's it is a term of affection. Like I like you, not in some you know prurient way, but I like you. You you're a nice person, and usually I, I get a smile. I've never had somebody offended. Um, last night I had to buy a sandwich and said, thank you, love. And she said, you're more than welcome, sweetheart. And I was like, aw, it's kind of like the old days where nobody got offended. But see, in some ways, I think it's good that we're more sensitive to the power of words to hurt. On the other hand, have we gone too far? And you can change your opinions. Like, for example, the Native American mascot thing, all right? I heard many years ago what John Cain, the Native American a- activist, was saying about the redskin situation in Lancaster. But his arguments, um, I, I did not buy them. Uh, they did not resonate with me. But with the passage of time, and, and I'm sure you found this to be the case in your own life, the passage of time, maybe meeting different people from different backgrounds, you are entitled to change your opinion. And my opinion now is more in line with John Cain's than it was with my own opinion back when the Lancaster Redskins, now the legends, went through that situation. Has nothing to do with the fact that my grandson is, a big part of him is Ojibwe Indian. That has nothing to do with it. It was something that happened uh, even before he was conceived. Um, You become more aware of the power of words to to be um, very hurtful to people. Uh, let's go to, uh, but but on the other hand, it, it, are we too sensitive? That, that fundamentally is the question here. Are we too sensitive in light of the Jerry Sullivan thing? And have you been canceled by your own family or friends over something you said? Let's go to uh, Brian and Grimsby. You're on. Hello. Hey, sir, how are you? Um, sir, uh, I'm oh. offended at that. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's an insult furs, to good taste furs, and discernment. Furs, furs, yeah, I don't know. Here, Here's, I, I woke up to this. I'm not a big sports follower. I don't know who Mr. Sullivan is. Oh, you don't have to be. Um, I understood. Here's, here's how I took it this morning. Um, it took me an hour because it's, I, I live in Ontario and it's, it's free speech and, you know, whatever the, you know, the situation was. It took me like an hour to find out what originally he said. Uh, all day long I've heard on Buffalo Radio and seen on CNN and everything else, uh, sexist comments, anti-woman. No one's actually spoken about what he said. He, I don't think it was incredibly horrendous. 
he just said a comment, whether he was trying to be funny. He just said, you know, women don't get sports on the same level, and they're they're more emotional. Well, when he the here's that. the no the, he didn't the expression wannabe cheerleaders, and we'll we'll play it after the news okay. coming up at three. But okay. wannabe cheerleaders, I think, got it because the the idea he was conveying is that women don't understand how to be critical or analyze a sporting event. They're all about the emotion, and it doesn't get more stereotypical than that. That's what that's what sank him. But don't you think? Do you not know women who are rah rah? You know, Toronto Maple Leafs, rah-rah, <laughs> Buffalo Bills, rah-rah, uh, 49ers. I know men who – I, 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 you can go to my Facebook page. Go to my Facebook page and, and scroll down. It's Bowerly on WBEN. Scroll down to a post I wrote about the Super Bowl. Would you rather the Bills go to the Super Bowl and lose in some Greek tragedy fashion or not go at all. And if you want to talk about people being cheerleaders, the men on that page, there were a lot of male cheerleaders. It is not something that is determined by gender. Absolutely. And that, I think, is the core issue is why I'm calling. Is I am, I am a guy who watches the, the NFL at the Super Bowl. I watch the Grey Cup. You know, the last I don't follow sports. I know sports. All my friends are sports guys. I just am not. I'm I'm into history and geography. But why is it why is this guy castigated simply for just saying women are whatever? He didn't say all women are and he wasn't castigating them. And why is that sports group this is the weirdest thing, that sports channel he was on had their lawyers made them apologize like they were responsible. They weren't responsible for his statement. And even if he said something that was totally inappropriate, why would they apologize? What's next? The the, 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 the company that, that sponsors them apologizes? No, it's called – what, what it's called well, – I'll tell you what it's called. It's called covering your behind. Yeah. You you are covering yeah you're covering your behind because you yourself do not want to be associated with comments that were insulting to a group which has historically not enjoyed the same benefits and rights as men. Okay, um, it, it's see and that the whole nature of this question is: Have we gone too far? Is is being sensitive a good thing, or have we gone too far? And, and how sensitive is too sensitive? And, you know, Brian, before you came on, talked a little bit, but not a lot, about the idea of context. If you go to a Ron White show, all right, if you go to a Big J Orkerson show, you're going to hear things that in any other context would get you canceled. That's why, Jerry. in fact, Jerry Seinfeld uh, during COVID, expressed great concern about the future of stand-up comedy at college campuses because people aren't allowed to laugh. He, he, he uh, Chris Rock, Bill Burr, they said they weren't going to play American universities and colleges because they'd had it. They, they could not hmm. just make a joke. I remember Jerry Seinfeld uh, being interviewed. He, he had some joke about saying, you know, people swipe up and down on their phones. He goes, everyone walking down the street looks like a gay French king. And he got castigated. He uh-huh. said, I didn't castigate gays. He said, everyone's swiping up and down on their phone. It looks like a, an, an old 18th century gay king. 
French king. What What is that about? Is there any harm in that? I don't think my gay friends would feel bad about that. They, they would probably hilarious. You, you know, you've got you've got. I we've lost the capacity uh, to be specific, and we have allowed. A friend of mine made a good comment. Uh, a few tell you, Brent, ago. I, Brent, I need to break, but you're on a roll, and I hate okay. to do this, man. But if you want to hold on through the break, I'll put you on right after the news at three o'clock. I can do that for you. Um, talking about the Jerry Sullivan thing, but the bigger issues. Have we gone so far to not offending people that you're almost afraid to speak because anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of public opinion? Is this a good thing in some ways? And at what point does it not become a good thing? And again, 20 years ago, I was all about, sure, keep it the Lancaster Redskins. 2022, having heard the arguments, having a better sense for how that word is one of derogation and hatefulness for many First Nations people, um, I'm inclined to agree with it, that it, it is it is derogatory and it, it should be changed. And there are a number of teams uh, that, that should be changed out of uh, respect, if nothing else. Uh, stay with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. The only group that you can safely go after, old white men. Nobody is going to have a problem if you go after old white men. It's open season on old white men. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 